Welcome back to Best Whatever Bletter. Wait, I, I mean, welcome home to Best Whatmester Schmester. Ugh. Let me try again. Welcome back to Best Whatever Whatever. Ah! Whatever! Dad, do you need a do-over? Hi, Spencer and Scarlett. Yeah, I'd really like a do-over. Can we try again? Go for it. Reset. <clears throat> Welcome back to Best Whatever Ever. Much better. Way to go, Ira. Good job, Dad. See, I just needed another shot. Okay, where was I? <clears throat> this is the podcast where my bosses and I talk about whatever kids find silly or important or... Silly super important. Silly super important. No, that was wrong. Try again. Super silly important. Super silly important. That's it. Yep, we talk about a whatever, and then I tell a story inspired by it. So today's whatever is, what if you could hit reset on one of your mistakes? Or all your mistakes? What if you could do things over if you were given the chance? So there's actually a story behind the story. Do you guys want to tell our listeners how we got the idea for today's whatever story? Yeah, we were hiking to a missile site. Yeah, we went on a hike to San Vicente Mountain in Los Angeles. And at the very top of the mountain is the Nike Missile Defense Site, which is an old deactivated station where they used to watch out for missiles in case any missiles were launched at Los Angeles. Crazy. It's a really cool place. I'll actually post about it at thebestwhateverever.com and on our Instagram. And so what did we see up there that we thought was really interesting? A button. Yeah, a button. And it had writing on it, right? What did it say? Reset. Reset. Yeah, that was really peculiar. And so we imagined what would happen if we pushed it. And later that day, Spencer suggested we tell a whatever story about the button. And what would happen if we pushed it? Another one of my brilliant ideas. Well, it's a good idea. Brilliant? I don't know. Maybe we should start the story and let our listeners be the judge of that. Yeah. Launch the story already. Launch? Oh, yeah. Launch. Like the missile site where we got the inspiration. I get it. All right. Here we go. Kaboom! Kaboom! Russell resets the world. Should I or shouldn't I? It was just a button, and Russell agonized over whether or not he should push it. Should I or shouldn't I? He asked himself again. The button was big-ish, about the size of a cookie and it was shiny red and sat fixed in between cracks in the sidewalk. Etched into the top of the button was one word, reset. Reset what? wondered Russell. He also wondered why he'd never seen this button before today. He walked this way every morning to school and every afternoon back home. There's no way he would not have noticed it. But there it was. It was like it was calling to him. Push me, push me. It seemed to cry out, Reset! Reset! Russell thought all about the video games he'd played in his life. Whenever he reached some kind of dead end, or depleted his health bars, or lost all his lives, 
What did he do? He hit reset. And the game would start over. And he'd get to try again. Should I or shouldn't I? The button seemed to cry out again. Push me! Push me! Hmm. Well, yesterday was the crummiest day at school. First, Russell accidentally bumped into Doug, the school meanie, knocked his books right out of his arms and onto the floor, into a puddle of sticky spilled soda. Russell just knew that Doug was going to be waiting for him at school, and who knows what mean thing he'd do. If only he never bumped into Doug. Yeah, he'd sure like to reset that moment. And then he bombed his math test. He dreaded having to tell mom and dad. The last time he tanked a test, they warned him they'd confiscate all his video games for a week. A week! He'd sure like to reset that moment too. Hmm, what if the button was there to give him a chance to reset, to start over? What did he have to lose? But then he thought, what if it triggered a nuclear bomb or something and blew up the world? Or what if reset meant really starting over? Like it was 4.5 billion years ago, before humans even existed. Nah, that's preposterous. So you know what he decided to do? He pressed it. Except for the weird noise, nothing happened. The world didn't blow up or start over from scratch. Phew. And everything was exactly the same from before he pushed the button. Oh well, he said and headed to school. Sure enough, Doug was waiting for him at the front entrance. Hey, Russell, said Doug. Doug cracked his knuckles and balled his fingers into a fist. You ready for me to... Uh-oh, thought Russell. Here it comes. Doug continued. You ready for me to... Carry your backpack? Here, let me take it for you. It looks really heavy. I wouldn't want you to strain your shoulder. Doug grabbed Russell's backpack. Um, thanks? said Russell. Oh, and here, said Doug. Let me open the door for you. As they walked into school together, all the other kids greeted Russell with high fives, what's ups, and pats on the back. They chanted his name as he walked through the halls. Russell, 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 Russell. Okay, that's never happened before. The bell rang and Russell hurried to math class. Ugh. He still stung from yesterday's test results. Russell, said Mr. Melch, his math teacher, I took another look at your test and it seems like I miscalculated. Pretty embarrassing for a math teacher. <laughs> Mr. Melch set the test on Russell's desk. The red F was crossed out and replaced with a big blue A. Russell's heart swelled. But then Mr. Melch snatched the paper back. No, no, I made another mistake. This isn't right. Russell's heart sank. Mr. Melch took out his pen and scribbled a plus sign right next to the A. That's more like it. Keep up the good work, Russell. Russell's heart swelled again. And one good thing after another happened all day long. Russell snagged the last piece of chocolate cake in the cafeteria for the first time ever. Other kids fought over who got to sit with him at lunch, and he scored three goals while playing soccer in PE class. As he left school at the end of the day, Doug carried his backpack 
and the other kids chanted, Russell, 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 Russell. Back at home, Russell burst into his house, excited to tell his mom about his day, and especially about the A-plus on his math test. Mom, I'm home. Guess what? There was no answer. Strange. Mom worked from home and was always there to greet him after school, usually with a plate full of fresh-baked chocolate chip cookies. Mom, you there? Someone messaged him on his phone. It was his mom. Hey, Russ, I need to work from the office for now on and won't be home until later tonight. Dad's going to be late, too. Just microwave yourself something for dinner. Love you, Mom. And then he realized his dog, Kenneth, hadn't greeted him. And then he heard... A cat padded over to him. Wait, we have a cat? Russell kneeled down and looked at the cat's name tag. Kenneth? The cat hissed and then scampered away. Strange. It was another message from his mom. Oh, and feel free to play video games for as long as you want. Well, that's more like it. He booted up his X-Station 6 and saw that he had new games loaded on his system. How many new games? All of them. Normally, Kenneth the dog would have nuzzled up to him while he played. But Kenneth the cat just sat in the corner by himself looking grumpy. He played and played, not noticing when the sun set. He rubbed his eyes, looked at the clock, and saw that it was way past his bedtime. His mom and dad still weren't home. A day that started out as awesome ended as lonely. He tucked himself in and fell asleep. The next morning, Russell crawled out of bed, stretched and sniffed expecting the smell of delicious veggie bacon. But he didn't smell anything. He went downstairs and a bowl of dry cereal was waiting for him on the kitchen table. His mom had written him a note. Hi, Russ. Dad and I got home from work really late last night. I'm sure we'll still be sleeping when you read this. We'll see you later tonight when we come home. Have a great day. Love, Mom. P.S. Don't forget to feed the cat before you go to school. Russell poured milk over his cereal, scarfed it down, left food out for Kenneth the cat, and then hurried out the door. On his way to school, Russell decided he didn't really like how his life had changed. Sure, he was now a popular math genius and had all the video games a kid could ever want. But he missed seeing his mom after school, his dad at dinner time and the endless cuddles and nuzzles from Kenneth the dog. He knew what he had to do. He headed to the spot where he saw the reset button yesterday. There it was, red and shiny. Etched into the top of the button was one word, reset. Russell lifted his hand to press it and hesitated. It sure was nice to get an A-plus in math, even if he didn't really earn it. And it sure was nice to have kids chant his name as he walked through the halls. Russell, 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 Russell. Should I or shouldn't I? His hand hovered over the button. Should I or shouldn't I? He hit the button. When he arrived at school, Doug 
was waiting for Russell at the entrance. Hey, let me see your backpack, Doug said. Um, are you sure? asked Russell and handed it to him. Instead of carrying it for him, Doug turned it over and dumped his books onto the floor into a puddle of sticky spilled soda. Now we're even, said Doug. Bummer. Russell walked to math class and no one chanted his name as he walked the halls. Bummer. Russell, said Mr. Melch, his math teacher, I took yet another look at your test and it seems like I miscalculated. Again, Mr. Melch set the test on Russell's desk. The red F was still crossed out. And now, so was the A+. And in its place was another red F. Only bigger. Bummer. After school, as he walked home, Russell had second thoughts about resetting the world again. He wondered if he should just go back and press the button one more time. So he went back to the spot. He stared at the button. Should I or shouldn't I? And then he kept walking. He burst into his house, knowing what waited. The smell of fresh-baked chocolate chip cookies wafted from the kitchen. Kenneth, the dog, bounded into the foyer and jumped into Russell's arms. He sloppily licked Russell's face. And then his mom came out of the kitchen and gave him a big hug hello. Russell hugged her back. The world as he knew it, well, the world as he loved it, was back to the way it should be. And he wouldn't want it any other way. So, Russ, how did you do on your math test? Asked his mom. Russell gulped. Well, maybe there are some things he'd change. So how is that? If you didn't like it, we can just reset and start over. Nah, we liked it. No reason for a do-over. I guess Russell realized that even though he made mistakes and things didn't always go the way he wanted them to go, he needed to be grateful for what he had. His mom, his dad, his dog. Hey, we like cats too, but there's really nothing like a happy dog greeting you with hugs and kisses when you come home from school. But it is kind of fun to imagine. If you could press a reset button, what would you do over? It's really kind of cool to think about. I want to do over the two times when I thought I drank water, but it was actually Dad's protein, and it tasted horrible. Interesting. Exactly like Scarlett said, one time I was skateboarding with one of Dad's friends. He was teaching me how. And then I was very thirsty, so I got my dad's water bottle and drank like crazy. But then the aftertaste was horrible. Then I found out it was my dad's protein powder shake. Huh, seems like a pattern here. I guess I should stop leaving protein shakes lying around the house. All right, well, that's it for today. We really hope you liked today's episode. But if you didn't... Do over! Yeah, we have another episode coming up. Another whatever story, of course. We'll just keep telling stories until we get them right. And our next episode is a super extra special St. Patrick's Day episode. With leprechauns? It better have leprechauns. Of course with leprechauns. You can't tell a good St. Patrick's Day episode without leprechauns. Come on. All right. Please don't forget to tell all your friends about us. Subscribe, share, and share some more. 
You can find us at thebestwhateverever.com and all other ways to reach us are in the show notes. Until next time. Best life for what after. Wait, that's not right. Do over. Kaboom. Kabom. Kaboom. Today's story was written and produced by me, Ira Singerman. Hey, what about us? Yeah. With help, of course, from my bosses, Spencer and Scarlett. Hi. Hi. If you would like to support the show, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And also, please be sure to subscribe and tell all your friends about us. And please visit us at thebestwhateverever.com and feel free to send us an email to bestwhateverever at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We'll see you soon. Yeah.